זה לא להם עכשיו. We're going to, we just finished now Daf Mem Dalid. We're going to be learning now Mem Hay, um, which is uh, the blot of Shabbos. Just to do a quick hazard of what we just did. So, Om Rabbi Yechon Mishum Rabbi we said that Midrei only a person who touches a mess, so then he is Tommy, or he is in the same room, it's at Eil. they came along and they said, then a mace is tefis arba amis latuma. And we said, let's bring a raya from the following Mishnah, which says that if you have this uh, dead person which is buried in the cave in the walls and you have a chutzner in front of it, so he's tar as long as, according to Bishama, either there's arba amis uh, or arba amis, or according to Bishil, it's arba tfachim. And the Mishnah said, when is that? When, it's on, when, it, when the, like, the step is on top. But if it's on the side, everybody agrees it's arba amis. The Gemara says, it's ridiculous. The cheder from the side, you can dray out of it. But when it's on top, you have the oil. So the Gemara says, okay, you have to say, medvan amonim, machlikis is shepisam anatzad. But, amayla, everybody agrees, and that's only in regards to a chutzner, uh, where there's a mechitza, but a mace ba'alma, then it's toughest, and he is going to be tummy. Then the Mishnah said, Mio isha she'eris isha, so he said, Tarah Rabbanon, she'eris means somebody either who gets engaged to Absula, or an Ammano, or Shemeris Yavim, even five brothers, which are, that their brother died, and they're all in the category of Yavim, so they all go back from war. Now, it doesn't say, which means, also do not go back. So the Gemara says, according to our basic Lili, they would go back because they are Mishyar Ma'averis. So the Gemara says, no, this is even according to our basic Lili because that, according, that um, like Rabbah said, that uh, this person is not Ma'averis uh, because they were not Baal yet. Tara Bona Sherbona Ashinata teaches us Derecheres, that a person first he has to build a house and then he has to plant and then he gets married. And then we brought from the Pasik of Hochin Machus Malachtecho, we brought this Limud, a first house, field, and then get married. And then we said another thing is either Mikra, Mishneh, um, and, and then this is Beisecho, or Doracher, Hochin Machus Malachtecho, Mikra, Mishneh, Atta Basad is Gemara, Venisa Beisecho, Kedidid, and Rabblazar basically says, Hochin Machus Malachtecho is Mikra, Mishneh, and Gemara, Atta Basad Lachoch is Maisim Tevim, Venisa Beisecho is Darish Rekibul Sacher. Then we said these people do not go back, Beishar. Why? So then, and also somebody who builds, uh, who uh, demos a house and rebuilds it. So we learned to have Bryce that if he adds a row of bricks, then he does, does go back. Rabbi Lezrei says, even if somebody builds uh, a house in Sharon, also like a chazer. Why? Because they have to re- reinforce it every two years. Every, uh, twice every seven years. Isha means a new wife. What do I know about somebody who's an Amana Grusha? That's why it says, Isha Chadasha, which means it has to be new to him. Um, which will exclude a Masa Grushasa, which is not new. So you would think that, okay, they don't go to war, but they have to sit on the sidelines, and, and provide Muzzin, a Muzzin, so I would think even if somebody builds a house and doesn't, uh, doesn't mechanechit, or not the Karen or I would think also he doesn't move from his place. Tamalema says, I'll love. In other words, this person he doesn't leave, but other people do have to go to the Svar. Now, Fred the Gemara, why does it say if it says, uh, so tell us that you're over on Tulav, and if you go out. Then the Mishnah said, we brought from the Yosva HaShaitan, the Shaitan concluded the Dabar Om to speak to the nation. They say, So we brought a Machlekes. What does it mean? Rebekiva says it means It means he's scared of war. And basically says, No, it's And that's why the Torah just gave other excuses for him to dray out of it. But really, it's the main thing is for people who are Eber Avedis. So basically says, are the category of Then it says they would put people around there, strong people, and anybody who wanted to leave and try to scare people, because we know that they would, they would break their, their legs. And then we said, everybody goes out, etc. etc. And then the Gemara says, What's the difference between Rebesi and Rebesi Lili? So we said, that according to um, according to Rabbi Yesi, he will go back. According to Rabbi Yesi, he will not go back. So then we asked, according to the opinion that holds, Rice has said, if somebody spoke between Tfil and Shayyad and Tfil and Shodesh, so that's an Avera, and then Chayzer Allah Marcha Machama, so who's that? Rabbi Yesi Haglili, who holds that even somebody who's Avera Avera, like Brachas, he goes back. 
Then, said, then the Gemara asks, who taught us that somebody who hears the kolkronis and, uh, and all these noises, um, and he starts pishing in his pants, uh, so then he goes back, who does that like? Rabbi Akiva. Because Rabbi Akiva is going to hold that it means kemashmor. Basically, it means I'm so the says, no, you have a clear puzzle. It says, So if he's mamish, he's showing that he's really scared, that he's, that he's urinating in his pants, so, so he goes back. Then it says, So the Gemara says, the, the, the text is out of order. It should have said, So the Gemara says, you're right. Then the Gemara says, Amrava, the Muhammad Yeshua to conquer Yeshua, everybody goes out. Malchus Pistava the Ravacha is Divir Hakos Rashus. One of the arguing is to strength to weaken the, the strength of the Goyim. Um, is that called a mitzvah or not? So Rabbi says it will be a mitzvah according to Tanakam. It's not a mitzvah, then Afghan will be. If we say if this is a mitzvah, then Ayusim a mitzvah put a mitzvah or not, Hadan Allah, Mashuk Muhammad. Then we started the Mishnah, we said Eglar Rufus Blachnakadesh. And we said from Kimatsi Khalabadam of Yatsus Kinecha Shiftecha. So we said this is three Dayanim. Uh, according to Behuda, it's five. Why? Because Kenecha is two, Shiftecha is two, and Basin cannot be even. If it was found either Tom and Bagal, Talabil and Tsofa, we learn out that the Egla Rufa would not, uh, uh, they would not uh, measure and, and do the ceremony of Egla Rufa. And as well, if it's, uh, it's either Samach Lasvar or if it's Ir Shurubay Evdikachavim, um, or there's not a basin a godl in that city, then ain't made an elir shish be basin. So the Gemara says, what are we? How do you learn that out from? So the Gemara says, no, it's missing some words, and you have to say it says v'anu v'amru over here, and it says v'anu v'amru v'analavim by hakizim ma'ar evil. So just like over there, it's lashna kedush, so too is lashna kedush. And what to say there? Egla rufa is ki matzachalavish adama yatsus kenechav shiftecha. So that has to be three me basin a godl in Yerushalayim. Have to go out. Rabbi Yehuda says it has to be five. Tana rabban of yatsus kenechav shiftecha. Kenechav is two. Shiftecha is two. And we said it can't be equal. So it has to be five. Rabbi Shimon says it's only two, and it can't be equal. So you had a third one. So the Gemara says the Chayyim of Shimon. What does he do with the Shiftecha? So he says to teach us that it has to be from Beis Nagadol. Rabbi Yehuda will tell you Meziknei is Kenecha. It says uh, it says uh, it says uh, with extra chaf to teach me that it has to be um, from Beis Nagadol. Rabbi Shimon says if it would have says Kinei, I would say it could be any Meziknei Ashuk. So what is Kenecha? And if it would only say Kenecha, I would think Sanhedrin. That's why it says. Which means Rabbi Yehuda will tell you Zikne Zikne. I learned out from the Parhalam Dover. Just like over there, it's Mi'chodon Shabeida. So too, it's Mi'chodon Shabeida. And the Gemara says, if you're learning it out, learning it out in Gansan. So the Gemara says, Ela Vav V'Shiftecha L'Minyan Reb Shimon. And and Reb Shimon is like Mashma. So the Gemara says, okay. So what about this? The Vidashim V'Yatsu Shnayim Madu Shnayim Reb Yehuda. The Chayyim need nine, and this one needs seven. So my answer is instead of Yatsu, Umadudu is not extra. Why? Because the Yatsu is, they have to go out and not Shluchim Umadudu, that even if they found it, which is really, uh, you know, it's, it's clear where it was murdered, nevertheless, they still have to murder. They still have to, I'm sorry, they still have to measure. That's where we got up to uh, last year. Now, the Mishnah Gemara says, Okay, the mission is not like the opinion of Rabbi Lazar ben Yankiv. The Tanya we learned in the Brisa. Rabbi Lazar ben Yankiv, Rabbi Lazar ben Yankiv says, from the words your elders, Zoy Sanhedrin, this refers to the Sanhedrin. your judges, This is the king and the Kayan Gadol. So according to Rabbi Lazar ben Yankiv, the king and the Kayan Gadol also need to participate in this whole ritual of Egla Rufa. Now, the Gemara says, uh, no, no. Now, Melech, how do I know? From where do we know that they are called judges? So he, so he says this Melech, the king, the Chsim Melech Pamishpat Yamid Oritz, says, a king by justice established the land. Kayan uh, Godel says, Kayan uh, Godel. Is called a Dayan, the Chsim of Vasala Kayan Malavim El Hashif Tashir. It says, and you shall come to the Kayan and to the judge in those days. So what do we see from here? So uh, the Mishnah that says that the Dayanim have, from the Sanhedrin have to measure, and they don't, they don't need the Melech and the Kohen Godel to, to judge, will not be like Rabbi Eliezer ben Yankiv. Why? Because Rabbi Eliezer ben Yankiv said, from Skinecha teaches us Sanhedrin. Sheftecha teaches me Melech and Kohen Godel. Why? Because how do I know that the Melech is 
Melech is also a judge. Melech Bamish Yamidars and Kohen Gadol also has the idea of a judge. So what do we see from here? That uh, that you add the the uh, the, the sh- part of the shaftim is the, the is the um, is the Kohen Gadol is the is the Melech and the Kohen Gadol. So the Chayyim will not be like this uh, like this price, like this opinion, like Rabbi Lazar Minyankif. So now the Gemara says, I'm going to ask you a shayla. They asked the shayla to the Chachamim, Rabbi Lazar Minyankif, the Melech of Kain Gadol, who the Palig. Now, is it only that Rabbi Lazar Minyankif disagrees only with regard to a king and a Kain Gadol? That, in other words, they have to also be present by the Medida, by the measurement. Avo bis Sanhedrin, but with regard to the Sanhedrin, Ikreb Yehuda, Ikreb Shimon he holds either it has to be five or three, depending on if he holds like Rabbi Yehuda or Rabbi Shimon. Oi, Dil Dilma bis Sanhedrin Ami Plik, maybe, Plik, maybe perhaps Rabbi Lazar Yankiv also disagrees with them, in other words, it's a third opinion about the Sanhedrin, Adi Ikakule Sanhedrin. In other words, he'll claim that the ritual is not performed unless the entire uh, Sanhedrin is participating. So it's not clear. Lezer Yankiv is saying something about, so they wanted to know, does he argue in regards to that there has to be a Melech and Kain Gadol? That for sure he argues, that you need to have a Melech and a Kain. But in regards to Sanhedrin, does he argue, does he agree with uh, Rabbi Huda or Rabbi Shimon that it has to be either five or three? Or maybe by Sanhedrin also, he's going to say, that when we say, Sanhedrin, you need to have the entire Sanhedrin there. So Omri Yisur says, Tashma, come in here and bring a proof from the Brisa. But so on Zokin Mamre Abe Pagi Vihimra Aleyan. Now, if you have a Zokin Mamre, which means a rebellious elder, which means that he came to Bezdin, he asked Bezdin for a Psak. Bezdin gave him a Psak, and he did exact opposite of what Bezdin Paskin. So this is called a Zokin Mamre, a rebellious elder. So he found, so if a rebellious elder found the Sanhedrin, which were, they're not in Lishkas Agazis, which Lishkas Agazis was the usual place where the Sanhedrin was. And what happened? Where did he find them? He found them in Abay Page, which is near Yerushalayim, the Himbalayan, and they paskined. He asked the Beis Shaila, but they were not in Lishkas Agazis when they paskined. And he rebelled against them, and he, and he taught the opposite halacha. So the Gemara, the Baisa says, you would have thought that his rebellion should be considered a rebellion. And he's chayiv misa. Tamalemer, that's what the Pasuk says. And you shall rise up, uh, rise and go up to that place. Which teaches us that the place where the Sanhedrin resides is the cause, the halacha of Zakhar Mamre. In other words, even though they, that he taka rebelled against the Beisdin, but since he wasn't in, the Beisdin wasn't Lishka Sagazis, so therefore he is off the hook. Now, now the Gemara now is going to analyze this statement. In this case, how many members of the Sanhedrin were there who went out to base Pagi? And if you say that only a minority of them went out, so why should it be Azok in Mamre? Perhaps those judges that are in, that are in uh, Lishka Sagazas hold in accordance with this opinion, with this guy's opinion. Who would mean that the... That the Maybe the majority is the people in Lishkas Agazah, so he's not considered Bechal Zokin Mamri because he says, okay, you minority Paskin Azai, and, and I hold different, and, and maybe the people in Sanhedrin are not going to agree to me. Rather, so what is the case? The case must be that it's obvious that they all went out. So when we say that, uh, and that's the Chidush of the Brisa, that uh, it has to be the Kamt of Alisa Al-Makim, that is the Makim that causes the uh, person to be a Zokin Mamri. So the Gemara is trying to analyze this. If it's the minority, obviously he's not a Zakim Mamri. Elamai have to say it's the majority. So the, the assumption is that all, uh, that all went out. So now we have the following question. Well, Elamai, and for what purpose did they all leave the Lishka Sagoshes? If it's for an Advar Hashos, Mimotsi Nafki, are they able to leave? Vaksiv, the Pasuk says, Shodrich Agan. Hasar al yachsar al-mazik. It says that your navel is like a round goblet. Let no uh, mingled wine be wanting. The Pasuk is interpreted as referring to the Sanhedrin. And uh, the people that sit in like the, you know, the semicircle. Right? That's just like the, uh, this is going on the Sanhedrin. If one of the, the great Sanhedrin needed to leave, 
So then the Allah is So then the Allah is that what does it mean? Let no mingled wine be wanting. Teaches us that if one of the great Sanhedrin needed to leave, then if there is still Chav Dalid members over there, corresponding to the number of lesser Sanhedrin, that he could leave in Mavani So what does this teach us? That it's Usr for a Rebbe the Sanhedrin to leave. If it's a Dvar Rishus. Elamai, Elapshitil Dvar Mitzvah. Rather, you have to say it's for a Dvar Mitzvah. Lamai. So what particular mitzvah did they go out and actually venture? Lav the Medidas Egla. Is it not for the measurement associated with Egla Arufa? And Rebbe Lazar ben And this would be in accordance with, with Rebbe Lazar ben And this would prove that Rebbe Lazar ben holds that the entire Sanhedrin goes out to measure the distance of the mace. Right? Because otherwise, again, we have to understand Rebbe Lazar ben we're trying to understand when he argues, does he argue also that Rebbe Lazar ben have to go out? So the Gemara says, well, if you see this whole Mishnah, this whole Bryce about Zog and Mamri, that uh, the Bryce says that if this guy is going to ask the people, the Chachmei Sanhedrin in Ape Pagi, which is a place next to Yerushalayim, and, he, and, he, and he's married in them, um, so then, from the Pesach of Akamta Ba'alisa, that, that it has to be from the Lishka Sargazis, which teaches us that we said that the Mokum is Grim. So now Rabbi Yasef is medactic and says, how many Dayanim Sanhedrin went out? If only some of them went out, so for sure, maybe the Rebbe Sanhedrin will agree to him. LMI, most of them went out. Now, why do they go out? If they went out for Dvar Shus, you can't go out from Dvar Shus. You have to, you have to, most of them have to be there. And if they went out for Dvar Mitzvah, what Dvar Mitzvah must be the, for, for Egla Rufa? So the Chedah will come out that when he says, Kenecho, Sanhedrin, that has to be the whole entire Sanhedrin. And he would argue on um, the opinion that holds three or the opinion that holds five. So the Mercedes Amalek Abayabai says, Look, you cannot bring a raya from that, Brysa. Why? Because Dilma may be over there um, the reason. Um, Dilma, why? Because he says, Dilma, love, um, Dilma, Lahisav, Lahir, Balazars. Perhaps he went out for a different mitzvah. Now what? Lahisav, Lahir, Balazars, to expand the cities of Yushalayim and the courtyards of the Beis Amidush. You now let expand the city of Yerushalayim and the Besamikdash courtyards only with 71 judges. So maybe that's why they went out, nothing to do with Eglarufa. Tanya Kavasei to the Beisev. We learned also Abrais in accordance with the Beisev. But so on, Apei Pagi Vihimra Alein. Right. Tanya Kavasei to the Beisev. That uh, that uh, again, right? So what do you see that the Tana holds that you need to have the entire Sanhedrin like Rabbi Lazar Ben Yaakov? I wonder what the Rambam paskins in Allah What's uh, what's talk of the Allah the Maisa? Okay, I'll have to check it up. Um, fine. Then the Mishnah said, If a corpse was found concealed in a pile of stones or hanging on a tree, so the, the, what do we say? We said, then, orphan, the Egla Ruf will not be uh, performed. So the Mishnah Shall we say that our Mishnah, which says that somebody who's Tamba Adama is not, there's no Egla Ruf, that's Rabbi not Rabbanim. Why? Because in regards to the din of shikha, the halacha is, right, if you forgot, if a farmer forgot a bundle of wheat, so you can't go back. Now, if let's say, what if this bundle of wheat was tumen, was hidden? So he says, Tanya, learn that a brayse, it says he forgot a pile in the field. Now, when you say basada, it's mashma, it has to be actually on the field. Prat l'tamen, which will come to exclude that if it's hidden, that's not considered shikha. These are the words of Rabbi Yehuda. From the words basada, it's mashma that that as long as it's in the field, it's considered mashma. That sada is mashma. That just like basada, if you forgot it in the field, that you see it, it's considered shikha. So to in badama, if it's hidden, it's also. Hmm. 
field. The rabbis in the field comes to include the concealed sheep, and that is considered shikha. So Rabbi Yudah holds like the ruling of the Mishnah here. When the pasuk is in the field, it excludes it excludes um, talmud, chayra, right? Because Rabbi Yudah says talmud, and what does our Mishnah say? Our Mishnah says also talmud. There's no it's no eglarufa. So Rav says I feel that you can even say that the Mishnah is in accordance with the opinion of the chacham. Chacham yana dekra, also yana dekra. There he expounds based on the context of the pasuk, and there too they expound the, based on the context of the pasuk. She says it's tixiv. It's written ki matzichalo. If one be found chalo, slain. Now, what does that mean, ki chalo? So he says that heicha de mishtakach. That, um, again, if, if a person was found slain, so it applies no matter where it is found. Right? Ki chalo. It doesn't matter where, where you found it. Heicha de mishtakach. Now then it says ba'adama in the ground, pratatamun. Which would which would imply, if you say ba'adama in the ground, it's an exclude, a concealed, a concealed corpse. Now look in the puzzle. There it says when you reap your harvest in the field and you forget a sheaf. Shikha dumid the concert. So the means that the forget means the shikha has to be dumid to the reaping. Ma'akotzibagali. So this reaping is uh, is revealed. So the Gemara says like this. So the Gemara asks, You should learn out that the that the has to be similar to the harvest. Why does he learn it out from Basada? The Gemara answers, You're right. So why does he need Sada? To include shikha of standing grain. In other words, produce that one forgot to reap is considered forgotten, even if it's still attached to the ground. Who would they know that it's considered shikha? They learn it now from when you reap your harvest in the field and you forget, which indicates that the halacha includes one who forgot to harvest part of the field. And Yehuda, where does he learn it out from? This will exclude sheaves that floated through the ear from his field into another field. In other words, such sheaves are not classified as shikha and can be retrieved later by the owner. And the Gemara, where the Rabbanan going to learn that out from? Basada, mi basada, bisadacha. Okay, now the Gemara asks, if sheaves floated into the field, in other words, if one sheaf landed on another sheaf or another item, what's the halacha? Ma, what's the halacha? Do we say that the ear space of the field is considered like the field itself, in which case uh, a sheaf a sheaf on top of another uh, is considered shikha? Uh, or it's not. So I'm laid of kind of papa, I'm laid of kind of zvid, tishlim the rabbalum, rablazi, you can learn it now from rab, avalum, rablazer, the amar pratla shitsafa, amar lotik, sada, chavere. It says, it's exclusive sheaves that floated into another field. In other words, the chavere in. If they floated in another field, yes, rablazer says they're not considered shikha. But lotik sadehu, but if they floated in his own field, then they're not considered shikha, and therefore they are, they, I'm sorry, they are considered shikha, and, and he cannot retrieve it. So the Gemara says, no, well, the time, according to you, that you say that Allah uh, the Brisa is limited to the case stated, so you can learn that in the case where the sheaves drifted into another field, only if they're floating, then yes, they're, they're not considered shikha, but if they actually rest, then light. You still need to have the category of oh, that has to be in your field. And these sheaves, these amaram are not in your field. Rather, you have to say like this. Into a person's field includes not only the sheaves that are lying in another uh, lying on other items, but uh, but but even those resting directly on the ground. And and that's you say Floated, and that you uh, that because that's the that's the case where they're floating through the air. In other words, since the term floated was not used to teach halacha, you cannot you cannot bring a uh, a mashmas from here. 
Okay, now the Gemara again tries to resolve this the question. Tashma come and hear a proof from a brisa. In case of a sheaf that has been held by its owner in order to take to the city. Take so and he wants to take it to the city. And what happened? He had a sheaf that had been held again. You have this Omer that has been held by its owner in order to take it to the city. And he forgot it. A sheaf just explain a sheaf that had been held by its owner in order to take it to the city and he placed it on top of another sheaf so he had in mind he had this aimer he wanted to take it to the city and what did he do he placed it on top of another sheaf and then he forgot both of them so Allah is like this the bottom one that's for sure considered shikha but the bottom one is not shikha why because he, he had a mind to take it to the city why? Because Shneem, why? Because Atachtim Neshutam. And the bottom one is not Shikha because it's hidden. And the bottom, the top one is Neshutam because it's floating. The Mar says, Ad Kam Leipli Gelabatachtin. Their whole argument is regards to the Tachtin. But according to everybody, Divri Hakil, Layabat Shikha. So what do we see? We see that, uh, that, that when something is located in the airspace of the field, it's not considered Shikha. Right, so the khair that brings up Uriah, we asked the khair of something's in the airspace, right? What was the question? We said, if something was in the airspace, is that considered shikha or not? So the khair we see from here, that uh, it's not. That, that something's in the airspace, it's not, it's not, uh, it's not considered shikha. So the says, Shani Hasam Kivan the Achzik Bey Zachibay. Since the owner has held it to take the city, he acquired it. In other words, the reason it's not considered shikha, it's not because it's not touching the field. Nothing to do. Not because it's not it's in the airspace, but because the owner had already acquired that particular oimer before forgetting it. So the asks, why does the Mishnah have to give me a case? That it's on top of another, the same would hold true in a case where one put the sheep down directly in the field as well. You're right. So why does the Mishnah, why does he use the example of Agabe Chavere? Mishum Tachtin is due to the lower sheaf in order to teach that the Machlek is in regards to the lower one. So the Mishnah asks, Why did he Shimon said that because it's floating. So how can you say that the reason is because the owner of the field has acquired it? The Chavere says, Tzof. So the Mishnah says, Amen, Mish, who kits off? They say because it's like floating. In other words, it's as though the upper uh, oimer has been has not been put down at all, but remains in the owner's hand. So now the Gemara tells the mice. On one occasion, Abaya said, "I am hereby as sharp as an expert as Ben Azai, who taught Terah in the market of Teferia." In other words, uh, Abayah was saying that I, my head is very sharp and I, could, and I can answer any shaylas. So they asked him, So they asked the shaylas if there are two slain people, two people who were murdered, one on top of the other, but it's not like, it's not uh, precisely aligned. From where do you measure? So, so, and there's a lot of different aspects to the shaylas. He says like this, Min bimina yihavitaman. In a substance in contact with the same type of substance, so which is mimbi meaning that's considered tamun, that's considered um, concealed. Mimbi meaning have itself. Now, if it's a min bishene meaning, then it's not considered floating. made it. So like this, do I say mimbi meaning is the the bottom one is tamun and mimbi min 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 do I say is and in regards to it's not considered and you measure from the top. no. Or do I say I look at as it's floating. and you then you measure from the bottom. Or do I say that when it comes to the same type, it's tamun. So in other words, you don't measure at all. So Amalei Abayah said to him, you learned this in a brisa. This is a brisa in Base. He says to Nisua. 
We learned it. What, what are you learning? In case of a sheaf that had not been held by its owners in order to take to the city. In the case of a sheaf, sorry, that has been held by its owners in order to take to the city. And then he placed it on top of his friend and he forgot it. So what does the Tesefta say? We just quoted this. They're both not shicha. The bottom one is because it's hidden. It's concealed. And the bottom one because it's tough. Now, the Chacham assume that these Tanoim and this Brisa basically holds like Rabbi Yehuda who says that in the field serves to exclude Prat Lataman. Now, my lab So now the Gemara continues to buy a statement. Must be the arguing Azay. The Masav Amin Bimin Evetaman. It must be that Rabbi Shimon holds that Amin, a substance in contact with the same substance, is considered concealed. And therefore, where the lower sheaf is not deemed to be forgotten sheaf. And the Chacham hold that it's not considered to be concealed, which means it is considered uh, forgotten. The same Ablach would apply to the Shnei Chalalim. So the Gemara says, no. If they hold like Rabbi Yehuda, the Kulam Amin Bimine have a Tumen. Everybody will agree that Amin Bimine is a Tumen. They're arguing in the Machlekes of Rabbi Yehuda and Abonan. Rabbonan and Abonan. And Rabbi Shimon Ben Yehuda holds like Rabbi Yehuda. And he's going to hold that, the Rabbanan will hold like the Rabbanan who claim that the halacha of a, of a Oimer, forgotten, applies to a, a Taman as well. And Shimon Gamliel, and Shimon Yudah is going to hold, and according to the opinion of Yudah, maintains that a concealed sheaf is exempt from the halacha of a forgotten sheaf. So the says, if so, why does the, if that's the Machlaikis, why do they specifically disagree in the case of one on top of the other? Of his friend, Afilu Ba'afur with Surinami. And they, it should hold true in the same, even in a case where there's dirt and pebbles. So Mar says, Enochanami, you're right. So why did you give me the case of Agabe Chabedi? Even in the case of Mimbimini, that's considered Taman. And therefore, Min Biminai, Min is, um, I'm sorry, when you have a Min, which is in a different type of matter, so for sure it's considered Taman. Okay, now the Gemara returns to discuss the uh, the Egla Rufa case. Just talking about a chalol. The pasuk says, the pasuk says chalol that he has to be taka slain with a sword but not strangled. Chalol when we say chalol mefarfer and not when he's still like uh, he's still twitching, he's still moving. bagal in the land not concealed in a pile of stones. Neifel when it says lying, but not not hanging on a tree. Basada, when it says in the field, it's not floating on the water. In all of these cases, if if the person was slain by the sword, then orphan, then they would, the chacham, the dayanum would break the neck. It doesn't matter where it was found. In other words, if, as long as you see that it was slain by the sword, I, he's hanging on a tree, it doesn't matter. So, now, so Rabbi Yassi says that they said to Rabbi Lazar, do you not agree that if it was strangled and left in a garbage can, that they do not break the Shein Erfin? So what is now? Alma, Cholo means when you say when you say Cholo means it wasn't strangled. So he says, It's written uh, again. And the reason is that, uh, that the strangulation is not included in the Salacha. Okay, now the Mishnah says, if a corpse was found close to the border of the country or close to the city in which the majority of the inhabitants are goyim, so he says that uh, the, the, we do not do Egla Rufa. Why the Chsivki Matzei says if one be found, Prat Lamatzei, so this excludes places where the bodies are commonly found, such as by goyim. Now then we said, that if the victim was discovered close to a city that does not have a Beisdin of 23 Dayanim, so they would not measure the distance to that city. 
Why? The Gemara explains that because you need the elders of the city, and it's not the case. Now, and then the Mishnah says that they measure the distance from the corpse only to a city that has a basin. The Gemara says, obviously. Obviously, that's what you do. So the Gemara answers, since the Mishnah taught that we do not measure the distance to a city that does not have a basin of 23, I know that they measure the distance only to a city that has a basin. So why does the Mishnah have to tell me that? So my answer is, So it teaches us from where do we know that if the corpse was found close to a city that does not have a basin, that they leave the city aside and measure the different distance from the corpse to the city that has a basin. And the elders of that city shall take, which indicates that that the skanim of a city are involved in any case. And measurement is taken even if it's not uh, to the closest city of the body. Okay, next Mishnah. Okay, and the Mishnah says, Nimsa space if the slain person was is found precisely between two cities. So So the two of the cities, the inhabitants of the two of them have to bring the two two heifers. these are the words of Rabbi Eliezer. And the inhabitants of Yerushalayim never bring Egla Rufa, even if Yerushalayim is the closest place to the Chalot, to the slain victim. What if you found the head of the corpse was found in one place and the body was in a different place? So what do you measure? So the Allah is, Melicha, Reish, it's Aguf, you bring the body, the head next to the body. David Rebbe Eliezer. No, Aguf, it's Aguf, you bring the body next to the head. Now, Ma'ayin, how you made them, where do you measure? Rebelazar Eimer, Mitiburi from its navel. Rebekiva Eimer, Mechaitme from its nose. Rebelazar Minyakim Eimer, Malkim Shinasa Chalal, you have to measure from the place that the guy was slain. So Gemara says like this My time did Rebelazar, what's the reason of Rebelazar that when the body is found precisely between the two cities, the inhabitants of the cities both have to, both have to bring the Eglar Rufa? So he says, Kasavar Efshar the Tzamsim, Ukreva, Vafidu Krevis, because he holds that. It's possible to measure precisely, and that is a real possibility to determine that both cities are exactly the same distance from the corpse. Secondly, he learns Ukreva referring not only to one city. That can mean that the nearest, so that, so that Allah applies to even more than one city. If they're the same distance, then it applies. Now, when you shall I may be for the Makra, why did the Pasuk says, do you possess? Yushalayim was not divided amongst the Shvatim. It's not given in possession to any particular person. It belongs to everybody. And therefore, the halacha of the Eglah Rufa does not apply because it has to be to see that people, it belongs to somebody. Now, then we say, the Mishnah said that if the head was found in one place and the body elsewhere, so there's a machlekes. The Lord says, What are they arguing? If they're arguing in regards to measurement, the fact that the Mishnah is asking at the end, where do they measure from? It must be that they're not talking about this now. They're arguing in regards to a mace mitzvah, a corpse that no one is to bury. It's called the mace mitzvah acquires this place. Meaning, if a if a mace mitzvah has to be buried in that place that is found. And this is what the Mishnah is saying. With regards to burying him, the victim acquires his place and he's buried in the place that he was slain. Now, what if his head was in one place and his body was in another place? So you have to bring his head to his body. Rabbi Lazar holds that, the body, that his body fell in its place. And what happened? And... You have to bury the person in the place that he was killed. So he holds that when a person's murdered, the body stays in the place and it's the head that rolls. Now, Omar uh, Savar and Rabbi Kiva holds that his head fell where it fell and it was his body that went and continued onwards. Therefore, the body is brought to the head. 
Then the Mishnah says, "Mine, how you made them from where on the body would they measure it?" One, in other words, Rabbi Kiva holds that a person's life is mainly in his nose, in his respiratory system. He holds that his life is mainly in the area of his of his navel, in his digestive system. So Gemara says, Shall we say that these Tanaim are like those Tanaim? Right? They had a what's there? From where is an embryo formed? And it says that uh, where is it formed? From its head. Again, from its head. As the Bhatsuk says, out of the mother's womb you pulled me. And Gaizi is referring to the head, as it says, cut off your hair and cast it away. So we see that Gaizi refers to the head. He says an embryo is performed from the navel, and it sends its roots forth. So the Machlekes, concerning the initial formation of the embryo, also appears to depend where the main source of life is. Is it in the stomach or is it in the, in the, in the nose? So the Mar says no. I feel Tim Abishol, you could say that even that Abishol agrees with both, with, uh, he's not involved. Abishol is talking about that when, that when, um, when the embryo is formed, it's formed from its middle. In regards to life, everyone agrees. It's, it's obvious that everybody agrees that in regards to the nose, the nose brings life. As it says, and all his nostrils was the breath of the spirit of life. Last thing in the Mishnah, to the Mishnah, then you have a break till Sunday night. That uh, the distance should be measured from the place where the victim became slain person. Where is that from his neck? My time Because he says, to lay you upon the neck of the wicked who are to be slain, which shows that being slain occurs at the neck. Okay, we'll do a chazara. Masnison. From Memheim and Aleph, the line starts with Shemitz Velasib and Medina. So we asked like this, we said the Mishnah is not like Rebbe Lezer because Rebbe Lezer Yankiv said, Skinecha is Sanhedrin, Shiftacha means that the Melech and the Kayan Gadol also have to be involved in the measurements. And he says, because it says, Melech ba Mishpat Yamid Aris, which teaches us that the Melech is also a Shafit, and Kayan also has to do with Shvatim. Okay, so then the Gemara says, they ask the question, when Rabbi Lazar ben Yankiv says that the Melech and Kayan Gadol, he's arguing with the other opinions that only the, the Dayanim from the Lishka Sagashas are involved, does he argue as well? that um, you have to have Rav Sanhedrin or not. Or maybe he agrees to Rabbi Yehuda or Rabbi Shimon that either it could be three or five. So the Gemara says, I'll bring a raya from, if a Zokin Mamre asks the Dayanim, not in Lishka Sagazas, we said this Pagi is Habi Pagi, and they Paskin. So the Allah is that it's not considered a Zokin Mamre because it says, that the Mokim is the one which it has to be that he asked the Shaila in the Lishka Sagazas and rebelled afterwards. So the Gemara wants to know exactly when we said that uh, they went out, how many exactly went out? If minority of them went out, so obviously he's not a Zokim Mamri because he might have other people that agree with him. And if most of them went out, so now the question is if it's a Dvar Rishos, they're not allowed, not allowed to leave Sanhedrin. And if it's a Dvar Mitzvah, so then we said that, uh, that, they, that they could go out. So it must be that it's, it's, they're going out to measure Egla Rufa. So we see from here that it has to be Ravis and Hedron. So Abayah says, no, maybe they're going out to just be Mesiv on the Ir and the Azadis. As we said, that in order to be Mesiv in Yerushalayim or the, or, or the Azara in these places, you have to have Beis and Shoshim Vecha. Tanya Kabbasidir Beisif. If you found Apei Pagi and, they, uh, and he was married, um, so then it's not considered, it has to be Mamish from the Shisagazas. Then we said, Nimtza Taman Begala Betali Beilan. So he said, The Cherda Mishnah is like Rabbi Huda, not Why? Because we said, By Eimer Vishachta Eimer Basada, is according to Rabbi Huda's Prat for somebody which is hiding. Chacham said, No, Basada is the Rabbis is a Taman. So just like by Shikha, there's a Machlekes over here, if Taman. Um, that according to Rabbi Yehuda, Taman will be not considered shikha. 
So the Chayra, because Taman is, is basically not there. So the Chayra, he would agree in regards to Agla as well. So the Gemara says, you could even say it's the Chachamim, you just have to look at the Pasuk. By the Pasuk, of, it says Ki that which means that it's found in the ground, which will exclude Tamun. And over there, what is it? Shachacht has to be doing it to the Kutzer. Just like Kutzer is Begali, so Shikha has to be Begali. Okay, so the Tayyar Tabasad, the Rabbi Satamun. Rabbi says, the Chayda, you clean out from Shikha, do me the Kutzer. So the Chayda, reflecting the mother of the Chayda, Shikha, do me the Kutzer. So why does he teach Sadis? The Rabbi Shikha, Shikha's Kama. Rabbanan, what does Shikha's Kama know? They learn that from me, Chisikzer. Tzircha Basada. And Yehuda learns that needs that for that if it's floating in somebody else's field, Yehuda, what does he know that? Then they ask the Shailat Safam if, if it was floating in his field. What's the halacha? Do we say that the Avr Sada is Kitsada or Lav Kitsada? So he says, um, you can learn it out from. Which is mashma, it has to be his friend's field, his field it is. So according to him, he asks, But we know it has to be in the field, and it's not. Rather, which means, And this that it says, is because it's, it's only common. And then we say, If you take a oimer, and you put it on the side in order to take it to the city, and then you put it on top of your friend, and you forgot all of it, so the Tachtan is Shikha and the Elyon is not Shikha. Shimon Ben Yudah says, Shneim is Shikha. The Tachtan is because it's Tamun, and the Elyon is because it's Neshutzav. And they're only arguing in regards to the bottom one. In regards to the top one, everybody agrees that it's Shikha. So what do we see from here? That, uh, that, that uh, the same would apply over there. So the man says, no, Shani Asim, because over there you can't bring a Raya, as something which is Tamun is not considered there. Because over there, the reason why is, uh, the top one is what are we saying? That the airspace is, is not, it's like, it's not considered like it's on the ground. Over there, the reason why it's not considered shikha is because he was, he was, he was machazik in it. In other words, he had a chazaka, he, he already established it. So the Gemara says, why do you have to teach Agabe Chaveri, even with The Gemara says, in a chanami, and the reason why he taught Agabe Chaveri is Mishum Tachtim Neishu Tzof. And the Gemara says, but Lachar, you said Tzof. He says, I'll kid Tzof. I'm Rabbiya. Benazai says that I'm very, very sharp now, like uh, Benazai. I'm sorry, Abayah said I'm very sharp like Benazai. So they asked him, where do you measure it? So if it's the same type, do we say Taman, or and we start from the top, or maybe is considered itself, so it's a very complicated question. So he says to him, where do you measure? So he says, you learn, and you put it on your, on your friend, and you forgot that the Tachtin is considered Shikha, and the Elyon is not considered Shikha. Shemi Yudha says, Shnei Mene Shikha, Tachtin Mene Shutam, and Elyon Mene Shutzaf. So the Chayda, so he says that, um, that the, the, they thought, in base measures, that the Brisa, which argues in regards to Eimer Tachtin, will hold like Rabbi Yudha Srilu, and Basad the Pratataman, the Chayda must be that one holds, the Min Bimine is Tamun. So the Gemara says, Loi. No. They hold like Rabbi Huda, and everybody holds Mimi Mine's Tadum, Tamun. And they're arguing in the Chachamim, Rabbi Huda, the Chacham will hold like the Chachamim, and the Shimon will hold like Rabbi Huda. So the Gemara says, so Why are you teaching Agabe Chaveri, even Alpha Ritzar? Where it says, You're right. But like Dicha Kechid Rabbi Huda, that says, Even Mimi Mine have a Tamun. Ketan Abana Cholol, it has to be Cholol, which means. Not that it's strangled. Cholo, not that it's still uh, dangling. Badama, not that it's tamu begal. Neifel, not talib ilan. Basad, will they tzof up in amayim? Rabbi Lazar says that if, they, in all them, they were slain, even if you found them somewhere else, it's considered you do agla rufa. Tanya, I'm Rabbi Yisrael, Rabbi Yisrael, Rabbi Lazar, you don't agree that if it's chanuk amutu ba'ashpa, that you don't do orphan, that you don't do orphan? So, alma cholo, will they chanuk? Chanami, badama, will they tamu begal? Neifel, will they talib ilan? Basad, will they tzof up in amayim? Rabbi says, I have an extra word because it says because you need If you're saying that uh, I know that you don't uh, you need to have a basin to measure it. it. Teaches us that if you found the next to the city that, uh, that there's no basin that the chiddush is that you go to another basin, even if it's further away. Okay, then we brought the Mishnah. If you found the slain person, it was mamish. 
exactly by Shtei Ayoris, that they both have to bring the Agolis. And, and Yishalayim never brings Egla Arufa. If you found the head in one place and the body in another place, according to Eliezer, you bring the head next to the body. According to Rekiva, you bring the body next to the head. Where do you measure? You measure either from the navel or from the stomach. Or Rabbi Akiva says from the nose. Rabbi says from the place where the slain was. So Mar says, what's the reason of Rabbi Eliezer? Because he holds that uh, you could have exact measurements. And Kreva could be even many, many, more than one. And Yishlaim Mevea Egla, because it says Ladishta. And Yishlaim doesn't belong to anybody. Him today should be mocking. What are they arguing? If they're arguing in measurements, the end of the Mishnah said already about measurements, so they must be arguing about something else. Arguing what? Now, when you bury him in his place, so if you found the head in one place and you found the body in another place, so according to Rebbe you bring the head next to the body. According to Rebbe you bring the body next to the head. Arguing in when a person is slain, so according to Rebbe, Eliezer, he's going to tell you that when he chopped the head, the body stayed in one place, and the head went to another place. So you have to bring the head next to the body, because that's where you bury the person. That the head fell where it fell, and the body fell, and now you have to bring the, uh, the, the body back to the head. So he says, where are they arguing? They're arguing in, where's the Iker Chayis? One holds the Iker Chayis is in the navel, and the other holds that the Chayis is in the nose. So the Gemara says, maybe they're arguing in the same argument in regards to where a Neitzer where Avlad is nature is formed from his head. Uh, and Abishol says, Miti Buri. So the Mercer says, No. Abishol will tell you that obviously everybody agrees that the inside the Yitzir of the Vlad maybe comes from the navel. But in regards to the, the, the Ruach, in regards to the breath of life, everybody is going to agree that it's from the nose. It says, Call Shanishma Suruch Chayim Ba'apov. So we see that So we see it has to do with the neck. All right, we will continue Sunday night. Or Shabbos. Or Matzi Shabbos for those watching. Yeah, give me a second.